Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Invite God In. My name is T. Marie. I make transformation easy through joy with products, practices, and coaching. And this show, every Friday, Invite God In, is all about having talks to usher in God's presence. Sometimes the talks are practically based. Sometimes they're emotionally based. It's always having to do with God and ways to usher in God. Today though, I'm going to do something new. I'm really going to dive into scripture and we're going to talk about it. Now, I I really want to break this down. This isn't about um, telling anybody what anything is. This is about us exploring together the beauty of having access to God and being able to engage with God, open up to God and and, and awaken more to what is available to us right here and right now as human beings on this planet. So today, even though we're diving into scripture, uh, please know this is not in any way um, teaching. This is us coming together. And really kind of seeing what we glean from this. And and uh, I'm actually also excited to, to share some viewpoints that came alive for me uh, as I was studying this particular scripture two days ago. So um, uh, first off, I definitely would like for, let's, let's just check in, if you will. Let's go ahead and check in. And so let's just kind of ask ourselves, you know, h- how do we feel at this moment? How do we feel? What's going on? Why did we show up here today? And let's go ahead and just give it to God. Okay. And so I'm just going to enter in a little prayer for us all. God, thank you so much for this time that we have together. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love, your kindness, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for your perfect appointments. I know that we're all here And we're all open to you. And I know that you touch each and every one of us in our own special way. Give us the ears to hear, the eyes to see, the heart to awaken. Help us and provide whatever it is we need right here, right now. I know you can. I know you will. I know you do. And so I thank you for blessing each and every person under the sound of my voice right here and now. And after we leave too. Amen. Okay, so... Diving right in, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Matthew chapter 26, verses 1 through 10. Now, I am going to be sharing from the New King James Version. If you're new to the Bible or have never read it, uh, there are many versions of the Bible. And so by versions, you're going to see maybe King James Version, New King James Version, Message, Amplified. And in the simplest of terms, this is basically giving you indications of simpler or more uh, common or popular English terms. Okay, so if you ever uh, do want to come to reading the Bible and are confused by what all that is, uh, that's a a simple, very general way to to see what those versions, and I'm I'm doing air quotes now in the studio, but versions of what that is. So I'm reading from New King James Version, and I'm going to read a little bit, and we're going to break it down. Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sayings, 
that he said to his disciples, you know, that after two days is the Passover and the son of man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people assembled at the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and plotted to take Jesus by trickery and kill him. But they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil, and she poured it on his head. And he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. So today, we're going to talk about God sees it all. God sees it all. So let's look at how God sees what is possible no matter what. Jesus knew and directly told his disciples he was going to be crucified in two days. Let's break. Jesus knew he was, and he directly told his disciples he was going to be crucified in two days. Imagine that. So in this scripture that we just read, how he acted during this time, it spoke volumes to me. It spoke volumes to me. So can you imagine? Can you imagine knowing you're going to be crucified of all things? Okay. Let alone, I mean, let's relate it in our terms. I mean, I know I sometimes, I just know I'm going to have a very deeply annoying appointment or I know I have an overwhelming problem on my hands, or I know I'm about to engage in interaction with a very challenging person. And I tell you, I don't think I even act a fraction of as graceful or as gracious as Jesus did, knowing he was going to be crucified and telling his disciples that it was going to happen in two days. Boy, I just was very enlivened by this and wanted to share this with you because God sees what's possible no matter what. What amazing grace. God's power in, in Jesus and exampled in Jesus is in us. That is the zinger. The power that is inside of Jesus that is displayed in his examples through scripture is available in us when we invite God into our lives and stay close with him. Hmm. My goodness. That's exciting. That's exciting. And I believe it's very glorious news. What are we going to do? We can praise him, praise these shackles right off. That's an exciting awareness for us each to have. And I just love it because it's available to us each and every time. I mean, 
wow, the grace that Jesus displays, right? And just knowing that that's available to us too. You know, that was the first kind of thing that really stuck out to me. And I was like, man, I really want to share this and like get into conversation with others about this because it's just pretty powerful to know that that's available to us. And so, you know, have you started feeling inspired to show up better? I know I sure have, but you know, there's more. I love it so much because that's the word of God. There's always more. There's always more, right? Just in this little piece of scripture. So we're going to talk about another perspective that we can maybe dive into. Let's see what what awakens in us. Okay, let's talk about the disciples for a minute. So we're going to go back to this little piece. But when his disciples saw it, so remember, okay, remember, Jesus knows he's going to be crucified and he tells disciples they're in a different part of town. And then, uh, you know, the high priests, they're plotting different part of town. And then, you know, they go to this spot where, you know, Jesus gets anointed with the oil. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant saying, why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Guys, men and women, ladies and gents, these were his disciples. These were his chosen 12. These were the folks that were with him. They'd seen miracles. They were just told by Jesus himself that he was going to be crucified, meaning the time I'm with you is limited. This, this, thing is going to happen. And here are the disciples thinking out of touch with the moment. Like really let's capture this. So the disciples had been with Jesus the whole time and they'd just been told by him that he would be crucified. And yet they seemed so out of touch with the moment when he was being anointed with the oil, they were thinking that they could have been doing something better. Whoa, what basic humanity. Mm, mm, mm. How are we like this? I know I have been like this so many times. And how are we like this when we're blessed with something, thinking we could build or do or be better? Or, or maybe, you know, we're, we have a blessing right in front of us, right in front of us, but we don't fully see it. We just, we're just not in the moment. It's, n- we don't get it. Gosh, look at how long this has been happening. Now, why do I say this? Because God sees everything, right? So look at how long this has been happening right before God. And remember that nothing is new to God. And I wanted to share this because sometimes we struggle to understand that God will have mercy on us, that God will love us, that God will answer our prayer yet again, even though we kind of have been getting signs, but we don't get it and we're not clear, or maybe something was happening and we missed it, or or we made this grand mistake and we feel terrible about it. And how could God forgive us or what? Honey, and I say this to myself included, if there was a mirror in this studio, let me tell you what, I would be looking right into it because guess what? We all need this message at some point or another. God sees it all. 
And there is nothing that hasn't already been happening literally for a millennia in front of God's eyes in regards to our basic humanity and our inability to receive, uh, accept and just fully honor or be present to the moment. So I definitely wanted to share that and, and, and awaken that potential for conversation for us so that we can know in those times when it's hard for us to accept or hard for us to know or understand, we can realize that God sees it all. God sees us and loves us and knows our shortcomings and knows when we miss the mark and has grace for it, has grace for it. He sees and he knows it all. Oh my goodness. Ah, We're fully known. We're fully known and loved. And that's a deep thing that I hope we can all carry with us because it's true. It's so true. Oh my goodness, I can't help but get a little bit choked up when I really realize what that is and what that means. I just love that so much. I I love that we're fully known because so many times here on earth, we don't feel that. (laughs) How could we? So many times we don't even fully know ourselves. And so it's just a, a really nice thing to know that we're fully known deeply, wholly and loved nonetheless. But guess what, my friends? There's more, there's more. And that's why I love scripture so much. Even deeper, that's why I love God so much. Because quite frankly, it's not about a religion or scripture. It's about God, God's love, God's word, and God's grace. And that is what gets me super excited. So let's dive in once more to this fabulous, may I say, tiny little bit of scripture. When you really look at the whole book and the actual, you know, book within the big book, (laughs) so to speak. So, okay, we're coming back into it. Jesus, uh, as I said, you know, we're looking at this little piece of time. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. So, what's so fascinating about this piece is another aspect of God seeing everything. We've already explored how God sees the possibility, right? God sees the possibility. And then we were able to see how God sees our basic humanity, how God can see our shortcomings and things that we miss and still have grace for us and love for us. And now we're looking at how God sees timing how God sees the overall, how God sees what is needed in our future, 
how God sees how all the pieces need to come together for the good, for our good. Because see, Jesus was in one place, right? We started the scripture where Jesus is with the disciples and he's telling them, listen, in a couple of days, I'm going to be crucified. And then the scripture takes us to another place in town. Let's bring ourselves there. There's, there's a town, a thriving uh, a town, maybe they're uh, Adobe-esque, you know, buildings. It's maybe it's ancient Roman times, however you need to visualize it, but visualize the town. It's another area of town where the high priests and the scribes are plotting and they're, 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 they're thinking, okay, we're going to get him. We're going to get him this time. And then Jesus is in a whole other place in town. He's in Bethany now, and he's with his disciples and they're eating. And amidst all this, it's about to be Passover, the high holiday. Okay. So people all over the town, while these three events were really diving into are happening all over the town, they're, you know, preparing for this high holiday, perhaps preparing their feasts, going to the marketplace, all of these arrangements, this life as we know it is happening. And yet just at this right time, amidst all of these things, there's a woman who knew to visit Jesus and anoint him with oil. How extraordinary is that? How did she know to bring this very special gift to Jesus? Jesus even says to his disciples, wait a second, this is special what she's done for me. She is preparing me for my burial. Now, remember the sequence of events, even though the high priests, even them who are planning to do it, they're, they're, they're finding a way to make this happen. This isn't an assurity that is like an appointment. God sees it all. This is fantastic news because it goes on for us to this day. What is God preparing for us? right now that we'd have no idea as we look out over the traffic, as we have our appointments and our schedules, as even our own friends and family are moving and doing their things. Oh, friends, it's extraordinary. What inspired to allow her to have this fine alabaster and perfumed oil in her possession at the perfect time? All these events. And yet God knew, God the Father knew exactly how to Make sure this woman had these fine gifts, get her to where she needed to be to even find Jesus, who at this time isn't exactly being very public because he knows what's about to happen and make sure that he can anoint him with oil at just the right time. What supernatural love from our father in heaven. God knows everything. What things are being prepared for us right now? What safeguards, anointing, provision, safety events are being prepared for us amidst all of life happening, everyone in their separate places. God sees it all and cares for his beloved. I'm so grateful, so grateful for this truth and for this time to share this truth with you. My name is Chi Marie. I make transformation easy with products, practices, and coaching. This right here is Invite God In. It happens every Friday, same place, same time, and we always talk about different ways to usher in God's presence. I hope and pray that this message has touched your heart today. I hope and pray that you know, feel, and sense that you are loved 
and that you are wanted and that you have power within you that transcends anything and everything that is in your path. God sees it all and he's preparing great things for your good. If you feel so compelled, you can visit me, you can shop, you can communicate with me, you can make a contribution at my website. It is tmarie.com, www.teemarie.com. You can also, I have an online church called All's Well Lifestyle, and you can continue the conversation or get some feel-good spiritual bits there as well. Same place, same time next week. Don't miss it. I love you all very much. And uh, may God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Until we see each other again. Bye, guys.